You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. You're listening to The Mando Show, a podcast and review of Disney Plus's The Mandalorian and all things Star Wars. This week, we celebrate our 100th episode with the third edition of The Mando Awards. Stay tuned and find out who wins a Mandy. Welcome back, everybody, to The Mando Show. It is our not 98, not 99. It's our 100th episode. And I can't believe that we have talked that much. What's wrong with us? Why are we talking so much? Cue the, cue the, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, that's, a good one. that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting to hear it. Okay. And all right. So <laughs> we are doing, we, we came up with this our first year. We did uh, some awards and awards show kind of spoof type thingy for uh, Mandalorian with our favorite, uh, a bunch of different categories. And we're going to announce them as we go along. But um, we did have a bit of discussion as to what we wanted to do for the 100th episode and we threw a few ideas here and there and there was a couple times we thought we we're going to do this thing and then we thought we we're going to do a di- different thing and then our resident Mandalorian talked some sense into us and reminded us about our, our, our award show that we do. So third season of The Mandalorian wrapped up a few weeks ago and now it is time to give out the awards before we get into that let's do the intros so to the right of me chad the resident mandalorian hello hi chad it's gonna mix it up a little bit drop the curveball on that one you okay you there uh i'm a little bit dazed but you're paying attention though i mean yeah. pretty close yeah good Second thanks punch. for being here chad happy to be here for the third edition of the mando awards the mandies i hope as you're listening you're wearing your best best tuxedo Mm-hmm. Yep. If yep. you're not, pause. Go put one on. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Or that T-shirt. Or, or <laughs> the dress. The, the T-shirt with the uh, bow tie works as well. Yeah. We'll accept that. It says I'm formal. Yeah. But I also like to party. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Or maybe a, the the gown that's for the red carpet gown something. Yeah. Right. If if you wear gowns. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, across the table for me. Six Show Joe, an apologetic Star Wars fan. We're back up to six. It's always been six. Oh. That was five. I thought it cut down for a second there. Oh, no. Now I'm holy, confused. Holy mackerel. Variable Show Joe. Yeah. <laughs> so many different shows, Joe. <laughs> too many show Joe. There we go. I like that one. Too many, too <laughs> many shows. <laughs> All right. And to the left of me. Udi Alvarado, Star Wars fan, podcaster. Wow, your yeah. energy is just... Well, no, because, you know, you got Mandalorian, you got too many show Joe, and then you got, you know, you come over to me, I'm like, well, I, there you go. Okay, well, do you have... Like, no, never, you know what? Never mind. If you don't <laughs> want to toot your own horn, I'm not going to toot it. All right, That's I do fine. a couple podcasts. I've been podcasting for a long time, yada, yada, yada. What else do you want from me? I don't want nothing else from me. I got That's two good. shows. Yeah, there we go. Just keep the energy nice and low. Yeah. That's what we're going right. to do today. Keep on feeding me alcohol. You got no problem. Wow. All right. 
So <laughs> with all those wonderful intros, uh, I am Derek Alvarado, father of two, tattoo artist, and Star Wars fan for life. See, that's all I got in one podcast. That's it. That's all. That can be only one. <laughs> At least for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Podcast. And so anyway, um, all right. So we have categories. We have, okay. So initially um, we had talked about maybe doing a, uh, let, let's talk about the ideas we had first. I don't remember. Okay. Do you mind so if we do that ago. real quick? No, I don't mind. Uh, we were talking about maybe uh, doing a Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. 40th uh, anniversary special, yeah. 40th yeah. anniversary thing. Um, we had also looked at maybe doing a breakdown of all season two of Visions, which may still now happen. Now that we're thinking about it, we're going to do it at a different time. Yep. Um, and if we stayed on schedule, like right after the Mando Mando ended, then we would have been like, hey, our next show's the weekend of May the 4th. So right. we're trying to do some just random yeah. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there's still Bad Batch in there somewhere that we were talking about doing. Yeah. I know I thought we were going to get a gallery at May the 4th, but we didn't. Right. So. Nope. nope. Yep. Got any, nothing of that. And nope. not, not hearing any of it either. Odd. Makes nope. me wonder. There was no behind the scenes anything that came out. For Makes that. me wonder. May the 4th Yet. this year. Yeah, May the 4th was a little uh, underwhelming, I feel, as far uh, as little? Plus goes. It was just Visions 2 and then the Maggie Jedi. Simpson. Dude, it was Jedi a lot Kids of underwhelming. Now. Like, I w- to be real, really disappointed with this year's May the 4th. In, at, at every level. Like, what we got for, for IP, what we got for any kind of entertainment, from merch, from everything. I'm just like, what is going on? Like, May the 4th is like, our oh, freaking Christmas. And I'm like, it's Christmas. It pops up, I'm like... Where Santa? Where where are the gifts? I got one. We got like one. So anyway, no, you got Vadered. I did. Yep. Yep. Got the legs chopped out from underneath the entire thing. <laughs> you know that 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 Annie, are you okay? Meme just kept on popping up on my thread this week, and I couldn't like get rid of him. Like, stop it. <laughs> you had the low ground. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a lot of memes for <laughs> at least. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that didn't disappoint. Yep. Okay. Well, we're not going to talk about memes. All right. So we do have several categories. We did have to um, adjust a little bit because in the past we had a particular category that is no longer relevant. It's time to retire. One of the Mando Award questions. Closing time right now with it. Or not questions, the category, sorry. Category of best Razor Crest moment. Looking back on the memory of. See what you started, Chad? You started with the singing thing, and now everyone else wants to start singing. Chad started singing before we recorded. Trying to shoehorn it into the to this episode. <laughs> I think Chad needs a karaoke night or something. Is that what's happening, Chad? Is that sure. what we need to do? Do we need, do we need a Mando karaoke night? No. I'm pretty sure we did that already, and it was terrible. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not that's, talking about that's recorded. That's dark. No, that, this, that wasn't. <laughs> this is non-recorded material. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about on a mic. Well, I mean, not here. Which is locked away in the vault. Yeah. In right. the vault. And I got the key. Yeah. DM Joey for it. No. No, no. No, no. <laughs> No, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of hoping he gets lost or erased. 
or something. Did you send me a copy of that yet? I want that. <laughs> you can pull snippets out of it. For those of you that don't know, we had an ill-conceived idea that we thought was fun. <laughs> At first, it lasted for boy. how long before we're like, yeah, that's terrible. We need to take that off. <laughs> it was a train wreck. So anyways, <laughs> but anyways, so we have uh, retired the uh, best razor crest moment category and it is being replaced by a different category, uh, but we won't go into what exactly that category is here. We'll see if you guys can figure that out. So we are going to start with a category that uh i hope you guys are ready for this one because i'm not <laughs> I, am. Uh, I am i am best star wars callback category or wait reference or reference category wait i'm not ready for that one i'm super yep. ready this one was easy as soon as i read it i was like this is it oh no i got it i got it it just okay. popped in my head okay i came up with an honorable mention just thinking about it but like when i asked myself this category there was one very obvious answer i think this one's gonna win I, I thought nothing about it after that okay well chad you have seemed to have a pretty strong opinion what i got mine um, it's the same probably or go zeb Oh no, but it, it's, it's in that same vein. That's a yeah. good one. As, soon, good as one. soon as I thought of Zeb peeking up in the little cameo, yep. I was like, that's an easy win. That was a great okay. reference back to Star Wars Rebels. I'm going to ball you back. Yeah. I've got another one that I think matches that. Oh, all right, dude. Ready? Well, go ahead. What's your. The your... Purgles. The Purgles? Win. At the very beginning. Oh, oh. Lightspeed. Lightspeed. The whales, the space mm, whales. The space whales. Right, right. Yeah. See, you see, mm-hmm. you think about that because I, mm-hmm. you think about that moment, you're like, ooh, that's one. That was be, a really good moment. And you've got to think about it when it came too. like Zeb was great because of where it came in that episode. And we're like, oh, Zeb. But then you think about we're beginning and you get to Purgles like 10 minutes into the new season and you... You know, like like we talked about it, my head exploded at that moment. And then to rewatch it, I was like, oh, man, purples. The connection with Ezra that's coming. All of it, all of it, yeah. all of it, all of it. And we know, we know we're getting Ahsoka, and we already know we've got Sabine, and we got all that coming. So to look, and we have Thrawn, we have all of that. And so that was such a great for me. So that's mine, is okay. the purples. The fact that both you guys went to Rebels... Makes me so freaking happy. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it makes me cheer because you and Zeb, I'm like, oh, yeah. that's right. And then went, that oh. was so cool. Oh, yeah. Because I assumed we're, we were going to get Sabine in this season. I hoped it. And I hoped like a, just like a, a flash. Just a little know? bridge. But when Zeb popped out, yeah. It's obviously not. This is like far from the winner. But my honorable mention, because I honestly forgot about the Purgles, um, was just the reference of Captain Pallion because I'm such a fanboy for uh, Heir to the Empire, mm-hmm. that whole trilogy by Timothy Zahn. So that, I thought that was worth mentioning. But I will I will concede to the Purgles. That was definitely <laughs> the, a great moment. Side note, rumor mill for the Filoni movie, Heir to the Empire. Anyway, I'm sure you've heard uh, it. I'm sure you've heard it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get bits and pieces. Oh, yeah. I, I pay no heed to these. Numbers. I know, but I, I forgot it was put up by, like, reputable. When I air quote that. Well, um, it was his interview. I, I know. Yeah, his L- interview. That's little what it was. Tad, it was an interview on Deadline. But it was Deadline. I was trying to remember who put that out. But I like the fact they actually said, and I know we're going to do a side tangent, but why not? Uh, <laughs> I like the fact that he said that Thrawn is a villain. Mm-hmm. He, he's not the anti-hero, like in the newer... Uh, newer books, he's actually the villain that he is in the early first Timothy's on. 
And Tim, and Timothy Zahn has gone on record, and I listened to his interview um, or read it, it, basically saying like whatever that he's like available, and, and he's like, "Come to me, like I, I'm right yeah. here. Let, let's go, let's go." So, so very cool. Yeah. Um, what do you got, Joe? Those are two good ones. Mm-hmm. This one is a smaller one, but it's still very impact, and it was a uh, Keller and Beck. I'm at best. Oh, right. right. Um, like I said, the, yep. the, 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 yep. the, mm-hmm. the, the fact that it was Ahmed is the bigger than that. It was Keller and Beck, but right. that was just a, such a great moment. And we've obviously dug deep into that. So yep. Yep. I won't get too much mm-hmm. into it. Right. So. I have that winning another category for me. So do I, it's a, it's a bigger category, so so, which is why I didn't bring it up here. Yep. So do I, um, mm-hmm. But again, a, a great reference back to Keller and Beck. Mm-hmm. See, and I'm really torn between Zeb and the Purgles. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. Then you're, come on. Um, it, I mean, it's, we saw we saw the shadow of the Purgles in there, and anybody who didn't know anything about that is not going to get it. You know, they're going to be very confused. Well, they won't get Zeb either just, then. But it was Zeb is another character that was there, like interacted, and this was a definitely a new mm. race that you saw in live action in Star Wars now. You hadn't seen him before. Um and Zeb has been on merchandise, he has been on true. Uh, and he, publicity stuff. Mm-hmm. And even if people didn't make that connection like that was Zeb, it's still like this, you know, cool, smart alecky character guy that showed up there to, to you know, have part of a conversation into what's going on. So, um, for me, I just think about the hyperspace, like up against the window of the N one and Grogu and this, the music and seeing the purgles. That's, I guess still get the chills. That's why now that you mentioned it, I, I like that one. Yeah. I'm going to change mine though. No, I can't. I won't change mine. Never mind. Well, I mean, you can, you could vote into something else, vote something else. I mean, that's part of that. I mean, we, yeah. it's not the first time we've done well, that. Well, mine's not going to win, but this made me happy. I'm going to change mine. Uh, but the reference callback is the, the two times we heard the March of the Resistance. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because so, that's my favorite piece of music out of the, the sequel trilogy. Okay. All right. Huh. Yeah, I'm still stuck on the, on the Purgle and Zeb <laughs> thing, so... Um, that's a tough one. I like Zeb way more. Yeah, that's just I just I really like that character a lot. So, um, it's also when you look at the arc that happened in in Rebels and and how he developed too. You know, and he he ended up bringing in the uh, what's his name, Callus, 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 yeah. So, I yeah, I think I'm gonna go with with Zeb. And, and the fact that I think I, I said a couple times too is I didn't think uh, Lestat would translate well into live action. And I was wrong because mm-hmm. he looked amazing. So, mm-hmm. yep, he looked great and voiced by the same same Steve person. Bloom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So uh, anyway, that's that's uh, that's, that's our first vote. winner. All right, that's our first winner. Zeb Zeb from Rebels wins the uh, best callback um, category. Nice Star Wars callback category. All right, cool. Way to go, Zeb. Your attitude paid off. I'd right. like to thank uh, the good people. Of- <laughs> <laughs> so Steve uh, Blum couldn't be here to accept the award, so I'll be accepting it on his behalf. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thanks, Chad. 
Did he give you a list of people to thank or did you leave no. that at home? You left it home. No, he actually hasn't returned any of my calls. Oh. I think I have a restraining order. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. He'll get the reward. Uh, hey, the award that, anyways. But I learned from the Big Bang Theory that still counts as an autograph. <laughs> so. It does. It really does. Yep. That's a good one. All right. Okay, Udi, what, uh, what category do we have next? Okay, so the next uh, category is... Um, where'd it go? Would be our favorite episode. Favorite episode. Now, this was hard. That is a tough one. So, um, mine, since I'm, I get to go first, right? Is that how we're doing that? Um, hold on, let me bring it up. There we go. Uh, my, mine is going to be, uh, chapter 20, episode four. And, it is the foundling. Um, and the reason why is, I, I think, because of how it um, it touched. I mean, that, that's one with Ahmad Best, and that's when, you know, we, we get that. And, and I think the reason why that was my favorite episode is because of how it, it was deeper than, than just that character. It was deeper than... Than um, you know, a Jedi saving. I mean, yes, we got a better idea and, and history and backstory into Grogu, which we've all been wondering about. Like, what? How did he get away? And and, and all of that. So it, it it was such a multi layered episode, and why it was so good to me. And my favorite was that you know the multi layeredness of it. We get Grogu history, and we get a mod best back in a way that, in my mind, was very very deserved and very overdue. And we all know, and like like you guys can go back to our review of that episode, and we went really deep. That was one of our longest episodes, and I think a couple of episodes probably one of our best episodes. I mean, okay, but it, it's one of those things where when it, it highlighted for me what Star Wars means to the community. It often transcends just entertainment and fiction and what we're into. It, it comes into our lives, and it touches deeper. So in that one single episode, all of that like came came at us so that's my favorite episode the family nice there you go who's next <laughs> it's your category you call it all right joey go for it um there's so many great episodes in this season i, I, I loved was, them all there was eight great episodes yeah this season, this season was awesome <laughs> um i am going to piggyback on what udi said and not and there's nothing I can add that he didn't mention about the whole Ahmed Best thing, but even before that, this was the episode where uh, Grogu was. This was the little paint dart at the beginning scene, which was a great scene where he was starting to feel. You know, <clears throat> Din was letting him letting him test. You know, push his limits, use the Force. You know, and then then of course how it ends with. Uh, Bo-Katan and, and the armor. So, uh, but just one thing I love about Star Wars is like the, those the stuff that makes you feel deep emotions that makes you care for something more than just a space opera. And that was this episode. So I agree. That's my, my vote choice as well. So I went at this category yeah. for probably the longest because there's so many good episodes for so many good reasons. Um, chapter 20, the foundling was my honorable mention strictly just for that scene alone. 
I thought the rest of the like Shriekhawk chase in the episode, as cool as it was to finally get a Jigalar, I thought it was kind of fillerish. <laughs> um, so for me, my favorite episode is The Pirate. Um, for all the Star Wars Easter eggs we got, for the Mando, uh, basically the rescue of Navarro, I thought it had the best action, the best kind of story progression, even though it's still also kind of a little bit of a filler of an episode. Um, but I thought the action easily made up for for that reason. And then at the end we get, you know, Bo-Katan set off on her mission to unite Mandalore, which was like a big deal, you know. But just seeing all the Mandos jump out of the the gauntlets into this assault on Navarro, I thought was the coolest thing. Such a fun episode. Yeah, Yeah. that was a good one too. Yeah. What about you, Derek? So I'm going to go with probably what's the most obvious. It's the season finale for me. Mm. Um, just so much action all over the place the, the fight scenes we got to see we got to see the armor in her jump pack finally and, and out proving that she's more than just somebody who makes makes Beskar armor um, the way Grogu handled himself and the fight scenes that happened it just everything about that final episode for me was so much fun and um that's there's there's more to it like every just about every second of that episode for me it was just joy a joy to watch so um that's yeah that's that's mine that's my vote Hmm. so so the winner is then because of my joe and mine it's the family Mm-hmm. The true winner is the fans. The, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the real winner. Wow. But yeah, I guess so. But yeah, yeah. I, 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 I ain't mad at, at the it. End of the episode. <laughs> I ain't mad at it. No, because yeah, we all love that. So yeah, no, and very very valid reasons too. And I totally agree with you guys on that too. Um, I the the multi layered for or reasons, you know, not just the show, but real life reasons too. <laughs> I think. That's yeah, yeah, and for sure a worthy winner. Everything you said about the finale, yeah, it was spot on. And the one thing that I love about it too is like so many people for a whole week were debating on who was going to betray who or who was who's the spy. Right. Nobody because right. all the Mandalores stuck together. They're stronger together, and mm-hmm. everything was just amazing. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Okay. Well, and uh, so the winner for that was uh, Chapter Four. Yep. The okay. Foundling. The Foundling. So, oh, good job. And who 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 directed that episode? Do you remember? <laughs> uh, that yeah. was um that that was that was a uh, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, yeah. Yep. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and man, he it was a wow. toss up for me for director when we get there, but yeah. Cuz even his tweets like after it was like, "Oh man, he just uh, praising Ahmed Best and Ahmed Best oh, praising Carl Weathers." You, right. Oh, man. We're going to get more killing. So much love. <laughs> so much love. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, that, that, that moment. Anyway. Yeah. That's awesome. It is. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. We can rattle. Yeah. We can rattle on for <laughs> I know. A, another we, hour and a half like we did for that one. Yeah. We could easily start yeah. gushing all over that all over again. And, uh, but we're not. Okay. So Joe. So this is a category we actually split up into two because there was just so many great characters, new and old, uh, in this season. So I am going to present the favorite supporting character, non-Mando. And a lot of good characters. Uh, like I said, new and old. 
But every time he came on the screen, I just loved it. I love him as a person. I love him as a fan. Carson Tiva mm-hmm. is my pick. <laughs> Paul Sung and Lee. Yeah. Easy, easy, easy choice for me as honorable mention. Um, I know that a lot of people don't like this character, and that's why I think they're the best supporting character. Uh, Katie O'Brien as Eli Kane. I love her. Mm-hmm. She was great. Uh, like, because I went over these uh, these categories with my wife, and she was like, I hated her so much. And I was like, well, that's what makes Winner. her so great. Winner. My mom hates Joaquin Phoenix because of Gladiator. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's because he did such a damn good job as mm-hmm. the villain that mm-hmm. you hate him. I hated Christopher Walken as a young kid because of A View to a Kill. Yeah. He was. A, oh, yeah. And now he's like one of the my favorite actors, right. you know, because... Yeah, no, she's great. I like I like her a lot. Yep. I'm I'm with Joe. <laughs> I, and and I, he, he's just a great likable character, and I like the fact that he's potentially a thread that's going to put pull together a lot of a lot of different things. So we don't know for sure, but they're really, really, really setting him up for it. And the fact that he's had that. Ability to kind of be like semi comedic, but then serious, and and you know going back to you know when he tried to get Cardoon, and then you know with the hey all your favor, like hey I'm doing you a favor, like hey they're you know all all the things he's just like a guy running in the background. Yeah. So I'm with you, Joe, 100 percent Carson too. But like that that character, I mean it's it's between him and Pele for me always because Pele. I mean, um. So but and I think. I think they elevated him up in the potentiality of being a, a deeper um, supporting actor and, and an enabler for the... Well, definitely an enabler in this season for the story to continue. Yeah. So that's why he's, he's mine. Yeah. And of course, probably Chad's favorite cop moment is the uh, Book of Boba Fett when Din takes off and then the, mm-hmm. the young pilot... Are like, we going to go after him? Do you want to do all that paperwork? <laughs> No. You see what right. I mean? Then he, he was with Zeb. And then he, yeah, when the, you really look back and you think about all the little, when they just kind of dropped him in, they're like, oh, hey. Oh, wait, what's going to happen? The second you saw him pop on screen, don't tell me that your mind didn't go like, okay, where, where are we going with this now? Yeah. Like automatically, if you want to call him plot device or however you want to categorize him, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because we know we're going to move in a direction now because of him directly. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to love his character because he's he's like the lawful good. He's always trying to do the right theory, the right thing. He's just constrained by bureaucracy, which he understands and follows because that's the lawful good thing to do. Like he he's the person you want on your side going into any fight because you know he's going to have your back and be there for you and do what is right to do. But we'll fudge the facts when needed. Yeah, like he's like. That's not I, lawful good. That's. But, yeah. I mean, the part like especially when when he found Mando because of R five being the uh, rat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's like, I know you guys are going to move, but you have my word. I won't tell him your location. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So we're going to have a problem because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Chad. Oh man, <laughs> she was my favorite character uh, just because the the vileness of the axe mm-hmm. and her ability to not just portray the character that she portrayed but the character itself was just so underhanded and mm-hmm. yeah double talking and just 
slimy and just like it was she's a great bad guy she was she's great, a great yeah. bad guy so that if i if i had to pick three for favorite episode that one would have been third and it was even up there for my favorite for a minute just because of how maniacal and just devious her character was mm-hmm. that entire time yep. yep yeah no i i i agree i loved her yep so this is when yeah. we need a uh, cooper <laughs> i know right well, there's nothing wrong with having co-winners be split. Udi wants to toss a coin. I got one ready. How do you, how we never, you know what? Honestly, did we discuss how we would do a tiebreaker? We didn't. Nope. <laughs> I think we, we just give out two winners. Yeah. Heads is Carson there, Tiva, tails there can, is uh, there can be two winners. The baddie. Oh, you guys won. See, look, hey, <laughs> okay. So, by yeah, great. I hope we get more of her in the right. future. Yep, we'll see. I mean, there's no reason for her to go anywhere. No, she's uh, she's a very well planted asset for the oh whoever Imperials. whoever the Shadow Council. I mean, they mm-hmm. got somebody deep into the New Republic. Mm-hmm. I mean, and she now the Gideon's gone supposedly. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Allegedly, we, we, we won't go there. Allegedly, we won't go there. no. But they got somebody deep deep in the New Republic. So, and she knows her. Uh, you know when to be opportunity. She knows her stuff. Yep. Okay, cool. Well, then, uh, Kane it is. Mm-hmm. What, what, what was her name? Katie O'Brien. Katie O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good job, Katie O'Brien. Your award is in the mail. <laughs> okay, Chad. Chad's got a category for us. Hit us with your category. The next category is Best Kill. Ooh. And you're all going to hate me because the best kill of this entire season was when Paz Vizsla got killed by the Praetorian Guard. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I knew, So like when I thought of this, I was like, it's obviously that, but everyone's going to hate me for picking it. <laughs> hmm. Uh, and then my honorable mention is the weird-eyed beast by Bo-Katan, just because her kicking its butt was a really cool scene. <laughs> but I, I like Paz. It's got to be Paz Vizsla. That, that one hurt. It was a good scene. It was a even though it was kind of downplayed in the eight or the final finale, like they didn't really call back to it at all. Like that was a big way to end uh, the seventh episode. So <sighs> best kill. There were a lot of kills. Yeah. <laughs> this season. A lot. Many, many deaths. Um, see, and, f- and for me, it. For me, the most fun thing to watch was uh, watching uh, Din chase down that battle droid. Yeah, that was really good too. <laughs> watching that scene, mm-hmm. like, because first off, we've never seen a battle droid, like, move that fast, yeah. that kind of way. And. Then seeing Din go back to his I hate droids mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, mentality mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. so fun. Um, just just seeing him treat them so badly, <laughs> which was so funny to yeah. me. I don't know. It was just so funny because it was it was for sure like back to his old ways. Like I can I can bring out my prejudices again. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, bro. Then after the kill, the Wally moment with all the other droids coming out with a crime scene. Yep, yep. So I mean, for me, yeah, mm-hmm. it was. I mean. It, it was just the entire scene was fun, and then to for him to get the satisfaction of killing yet another battle droid 
yeah, that, that was fun. I enjoyed that one. So yeah. that was a fun, a fun one for me. <laughs> and how do we know he was dead? Because there was an droid morgue. <laughs> right, the droid morgue. Hmm. Are you guys really still trying to think of another? No, I can't. I can't though. I, I hate the I hate the fact that Chad is right. I do. Okay. And, and it the, hurts. It's no, no, just no, no, so no. true. And, and, and sure. the thing is, if you, for all the, when we talked about it when it happened, we're like, man, you could have got away. I mean, I think Elizabeth, like, why, why do you, you know, the, the, the self-sacrifice, I think, you know, in retrospect, when we talked about it, like, man, you know, but, but when you think about it, that's kind of the point. Like, we need to hurt. And then because we're trying to find like, no, there's another way out like helps illustrate how much it hurts because we want him alive. We want him to be around. We want I mean we want more pads. We want the heavy freaking Mando. Yeah. For so many reasons. And then that's why we're like, no, no, no. I had that moment of like this is stupid. Mm-hmm. This is dumb. Like no. Like this is beyond ridiculous. And, you know, and then I went off and off into the Star Wars world and get the general vibe of, of people like, okay, what it was the general vibe about how are people taking it? A lot of people were like going off the deep end about how, you know, they're reading into it. I'm like, dude, okay. So the fact that, 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 that so many people were taking so many takes on it just added to me, like in my mind went, okay, this is probably why one of the best things that could happen as much as we hated it, but it just makes it better that we hated it. it you know that it's that weird weird thing you know what i mean yeah so i have to agree with you chad i mean it was painful it hurt um but you know there wasn't another kill there was a lot of cool ones i mean aerial moments and all that crap but we're going to talk about that as we move on but none of them hit not a one like this one for me not a one that everything said about that, but I wasn't mad because I thought his turn made that his his death so much more meaningful. Mm-hmm. Being that you know he was cool in the first season, but then he was the asshole the rest of the time, and then he how he just flipped. Um, I mean, I forgot to bring it up when we were talking about favorite episode, but that was another reason I picked the pirate was his entire speech of yeah. we're Mandalorians. That was a, that was wonderful. Yeah, so he was hands down. The, the top yeah. kill. My honorable mention is the dude, the pirate that armorer pinched the back <laughs> of his neck in that pirate episode, yeah. used him as a body shield, knocked out a couple people, then clubbed him off the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Paz, rest in peace. It was a good death. Yeah, I just think there's a little bias. Like you want it to be a good guy killing a bad guy when it comes to best kill. Like our our very sure. first Mando awards, it was the door cut in half. I don't yeah. remember what the second one was, but like it's always been like a Mando kill. And this one now it's a Mando killed. It hurts a little, well, especially how brutal, how slow that last blade <laughs> mm-hmm. went. Then they just walk off. You just see him smoking still. I mean, yeah, that was brutal. So good death. And kids, that means you know smoking kills. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, wrong kind of smoke. Yeah, Sorry. no. <laughs> okay, so best kill. Unfortunately, the victim was Paz Vizsla, yeah. but very good scene, uh, big emotional impact, and 
I mean, can't argue with that. So, yeah. Uh, wait, wait. Who who are the guys that killed him again? The Praetorian Guard. Oh, the Praetorian Guards. Oh, I was going to say Praetorian Guards. Your awards in the mail, but they died later. So yeah. never mind. No <laughs> awards for you. General First Order Delivery. <laughs> okay. It's in the mail. The Got check it. is in the mail. Okay. So, wait, whose category was that? Was that yours? Mine. yours? All right. So, back to me now. Next category. We are going to talk about favorite supporting character that was... Amando. All right. So, easy. You guys, you guys <laughs> does Bo Katan count as a supporting character? No. I didn't think so either. I, yeah. Well, okay. Uh, we can, no, no, we can make, we can make the argument. In, 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 in reality, we can make the argument, but I'm going to say with no. Yeah, I say no. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say that too because i think obviously we didn't pick that anyway so no no yeah. she, well she's too big of a, a character to be just supporting she's yeah. definitely a lead character in this series as much as some people might have been annoyed by that which i don't understand but whatever we're not going to get into that even rick fumiawa mentioned that celebration when he was asked she's like well you know the first season second season yeah the mando could be din season mm-hmm. three the mando the mandalorian could be bo katan so i still boy. think it was din yeah, um, which yeah. all those things wouldn't happened without him. His, exactly, personally. No, I mean, actually. So. Anyway, they could. I mean, he was well, a male lead. She was a female lead. Sure. Mm-hmm. Are you going to say no? That? No, no. I was mommy and daddy. You, you beat me to it. I'm like, no, no, because yeah, and I'm like, yeah, no. No matter what what they say, you know, I, the Mandalorian is the Mandalorian. So Din is going to be the mover and driver, and he had, and he was. I mean, you know, some people are he's taking the back seat. I'm like, yeah, the story though. I mean, the, the overall, yeah, yeah. So okay, so no, Bo-Katan does not count. No. So Chad, do you have somebody else in mind? Uh, I think we are all going to agree that it's Tate Fletcher and John Favreau's Paz Vizsla. I, I have an honorable mention uh, just to have one, but I think it was a pretty <laughs> obvious choice that it was going to be Paz. Uh, but Simon Cass- Cassianides as Axwolves was my honorable mention. I mean, he comes in as kind of a prick, but he does concede to the dark saber, and then he comes in and plays a huge role in the mm-hmm. finale. So, mm-hmm. you see, for me, that that's my my pick mm-hmm. is him because of that because yeah. he was in charge. You know, he's in charge of, of of the Mandalorian. He's the one who basically takes the armada away from from uh, Bo, but then still goes with tradition and lore, and you know, and, and does the fight and does the whole thing, and then. And then relinquishes because he lost and yeah. he doesn't try to do anything. He pledges himself to her because that is what he's supposed to do. And then he sacrifices and does everything he can in the finales to, to save his fellow Mandalorian. So for me, that that he's the best. I mean, true, he was only in towards the tail end. And really, um, and um, to be fair, I am thinking back to, you know, season two because he was integral in certain things that happened there too. Um, but I think for, for me... He he is he is the one because of all those tidbits that happened in there. I, I mean, and he starts a chant. Yeah, <laughs> and, and let's be real too. He he's the one who kills freaking Moff Gideon. Yeah. So yeah, hey, you know, put that one on your headboard. Like, I learned a little bit of the story of him learning that he was going to be a Mandalorian when I was looking up how to spell his name because I had no clue. 
Um, but apparently he had no idea that he was going to be a Mandalorian until the day he showed up to shoot and they hand him his helmet and he practically breaks down crying because his favorite character growing up was Boba Fett and he couldn't believe he was going to be a Mandalorian. So, you know, congratulations, Simon, you're really cool <laughs> and we all envy you. <laughs> and yeah, absolutely. And I was listening to another podcast and they actually, he died in season two. Yeah. They cut the scene. Yeah. Oh, good. And that's why he wasn't in the finale because they already filmed it, but they're like, you know what? We, and I, I think John's like, we, you know, we got an idea. So they just cut that scene where he died and they didn't show up. Yeah, because I remember when that happened, like, where'd he go? Yeah. yeah. Where'd he go? We all were wondering what happened to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you say who? No, I haven't. I haven't yet. You can go. I don't want to go. <laughs> Not me. I don't want to. <laughs> I love both your guys' choices. Mm-hmm. But I'm going with the armor. Oh, I mean, dang. Come on, man. Dude. Um, Always a good choice. Always. You can't, can't go wrong with her. Can't go and, wrong with and her. Emily Swallows, man. Come on. Uh, just, you know, the. Uh, just sending Din on the quest. Then her her and Bo Katan, Bo's interactions was not what I was expecting this year, this season. I was expecting turmoil between, you know, oh, Bo's going to be against Din because of the Darksaber and they're going to be battling. No, they were. And once they realized about the whole connection with the Mythosaur and all that stuff, but the pirate episode, you know, when she sneaks up like Mace Windu on the Geonosis. Yep. Uh, then the jetpack, which she's clubbing dudes with her tools. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything at armor this year was just a badass. And as I've been sharing with you guys with a, a certain Mandalorian cosplayer, Emily Swallows personally is on that Katie Sackhoff Ming Na Wen oh, yeah. level of just loving who she's playing, loving what she's doing, and loving the fans. But So she's my choice, uh, the armor. So get out the ready whip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. If you know, you know. If okay. you know. Well, uh, wow, those are those all three are, well, I mean, they're all Mandalorian, so of course they're awesome choices, and they're all, all for, for very good, valid reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, Paz's story arc was freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. I I do love that he's been with us since season one and watching the way he interacts with Din and how he moved from being opposed to Din or in conflict with Din to finally supporting Din and doing his ultimate sacrifice. You know, that's, that's huge. Um, Axe has always been just because of his name been one of my favorite yeah. guys um i i really love what he did this season and he was kind of like the opposite of pax where or where paz where he he didn't do the ultimate sacrifices like i'm gonna do max amount of damage and still live suckers so i'm mm-hmm. out of here mm-hmm. and they fought I mean? each other yeah no and they fought each other like but the the level of respect that got shown like if if you've ever been in that kind of situation where I mean, that's how little boys become best friends when they're kids. Yeah. Because you usually have a scrap in your front lawn. Braveheart. And after that fight, there's that mutual respect, and then you're best friends for life. So I really feel like if Paz hadn't died, those two would have been like buddies. Not rivals, but buddies. Well, And like you said in the finale, Axe was standing next to the... uh Ragnar, mm-hmm. his son, which was yep. I, I didn't catch it the first time yep. until you mentioned that. Yep, like, and I real I really feel like he's going to take Ragnar under his wing. Like I, that's that's what the whole vibe of that was. And the armor too, like 
every time you think she's going to do something, she does the opposite. Or every time you think that she's going to be opposed to it, she's surprisingly in support of it. And finally seeing her, like, I love that she was (laughs) doing the drop with everyone else, Mm -hmm. but wasn't using blasters, just smashing people, smashing guys with that hammer. I mean, it made me so giddy to see that. But the fact that she put Bo-Katan on the path of we are going to unite Mandalore. I don't think there's anybody who has done more than the armor to bring all this storyline to fruition. So for me, it's going to be the armor. So, and I, no <laughs> disrespect to the other guys. No, no, Those no, are no. great characters. I love them to death too, but I really think that her, and, and on just on the meta, her, Emily Swallows is freaking hilarious. Oh, yeah. She is so awesome. And the things that she does in social media, social media with her armor stuff is hilarious. And yeah. it just, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. So, well, and, and you know, I think, I think that's, one thing that's cool because we're, as we're talking about it, you think about it like as you're going through, I'm like, man, yeah, you think about the armor, you're like, holy cow, like good, and then Paz. And, and you really, I think it really speaks to how good the Mandalorian characters we are that we're getting. And we're really getting invested in them. So, you know, it makes me happy yeah. that we've got, I mean, I'll just go over here real, real quick. We only had both at for so long until we started expanding out and now look at what we've got for live action we've got not one not two not three but like four at the bare minimum just four and then think about it, we're gonna get sabine live action you think about where we're coming with mandalorians and how yeah. anybody who's a fan of the mandalorian we should be like jumping for glee that we've got so much more in the mandalorian lore and just great mandalorian characters mm-hmm. Period. And honorable mention to Costa Reeves for even that just that slide in knee dart scene alone. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Because I know a lot, a lot of people are expecting Boba Fett to show up, but seriously, there's so many cool Mandalorians. There's no room for Boba. I'm, I'm, we'll there see really him in the future. Yeah. yeah. But I'm glad, as much as I love Tamora Morrison, I'm glad there's no Boba Fett in the season. As much he, as we love, he's Boba. not invested in 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 Mandalore the way the rest of them are. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's. Mandalorian and periphery and, and not really in in Creed. He's not yeah. he's not walking. But I creed. think he does honor Din because Aunt Din stayed with him. At well, the sure. end. well so, he respects him, yeah. And he'll and if Din called called him for help, I'm yeah. sure he would come, but that was it wasn't that kind of thing. I'm glad he didn't show up just because it would have taken the focus off the armor, pot, Paz, mm-hmm. Axe, Costa, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, Ragnar even. You know, he had some cool moments yeah. as a youngling. Well, they all did that whole squad that went after after Ragnar too. Yeah. You know <laughs> that whole squad was cool. We get to see that they there's more to these guys than just you know lone wolves. They also work as a pack, and that's that's always a very fun and impressive thing to see. So, okay, so winner of that category is the armor. We good with that? Happy with that? Congratulations! Yep. Yeah, congratulations! Like you can't you can't go. Yep. I don't think we could have gone wrong with. It. Any of those. No, we really couldn't have. Really could not. All right. Uh, that was Best Mandalorian, right? Best Supporting Character Mando. Mando. Right. Congratulations to Emily Swallow. Your Mandy is 
going to be delivered by me. I'll see you soon. <laughs> All right. Anyway, not along with I, some uh, not if I cool get, Not if I get this there. This is the police department. Derek, come out with your hands. <laughs> not if I get there what? first. Anyway. No. Totally consensual. What are you talking about? I'm what? I'm sure her husband's totally okay with it. I'm not a, I wait if she's married, I'm not gonna do anything inappropriate. Come on now. Jeez. Sending an award. Respect. 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 <laughs> Respect. Respect. Okay. Not to mention, I I mean, I'm sure they get too much of that. Yeah. Fine, I'll just put it in the mail. Feel better now? UPS man. Okay. I don't trust the US mail. <laughs> I can't, I can no longer personally deliver this <laughs> award because these guys are freaking out. Okay. Rudy, what yeah. is the next category? The next category is best director. Ooh. All right. So I'm not going to give mine at the beginning. We're going to go to Derek, your best director. Oh, man. Mine's a tie. That's why I'm kind of like, ooh, and I'd rather be the tiebreaker. See, the problem is I don't remember the new guys' names. I know they did a great job. Tell me the episode now. I will tell you the name. No, no, it's not that. I just, so I'm, it's constantly, it's been the same two for me pretty much since since the beginning. It's either. Can I guess? Rick Fumiala and Bryce Dallas Howard? Exactly. All right. Yep. Those are the two. I wanted to like Bryce Dallas Howard, but her episode was kind of a downer. Well, <laughs> we can talk about that. Yeah. We can talk about that. Anyway, so, but Rick also had, you know, kind of his lion's, the lion's share of directing, too. So he had three many, episodes. Yeah. <laughs> many episodes to um, boost up his score, as it were. So, uh, well, yeah, it's great. Yep. No, it was Rick. For me, it was Rick. Rick did a great job. I, I enjoyed a, all of it. it okay. Was, you have any particular episode or just well, I mean, his it was, general you know, body the last, of work? The last two episodes, you know, I, yeah, I, both I already good. said the last one was my favorite okay. stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's, all right. That's it. I like I like how everything gets laid out. The, the pacing of the, the episodes, um, the way the characters all interact, just the, the whole thing. I just in, in, enjoy it. Okay. Thoroughly enjoy it. So... Joe, where are you at? Well, now, I'm going, and it, it was kind of like a little bit of a handicap, but I'm going with Rick because he had the bookend of a season. You know, okay. So to grab people's attentions that had super high expectations, you got to deliver on the first episode, mm-hmm. which I feel they did. He did. And then to do the double... Oh, the last two episodes, it, it's one long episode. And so to pay off everything that you built up and before, he did. So definitely I'm picking Rick. My, I'm going to do an uh, honorable mention, and it is a newcomer uh, to this season. Let me pull it up real quick. Uh, Rachel Morrison, which is a... Uh, I mentioned she was a... Um, oh, my gosh cinematographer for Rick in the past. Oh, yeah, yeah, But yeah. she did the Minds of Mandalore episode, chapter yeah, good, 18, good episode, okay, yeah. which was, was a great episode, visual yeah. episode. Honestly, when I was going through this category in my brain, she fell into there. She was in my, my yeah. top three, four. I'm like, oh, man, like, where are we going to go with that? Exactly. But this was so tough, though, because I... So she's my honorable mention, but this is so tough because 
I love Carl Weathers' episode, mm-hmm. uh, The Foundling. We talked about that episode yep. already. So um, everybody nailed it this year, but I'm, Rick, Rick is my choice just because okay. the book right. ended a, a highly anticipated season and delivered. Okay. All right, Chad. Yeah, this was a very difficult category because every director I thought did a really excellent job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's worth Agreed. shouting out a couple newcomers, Lee Isaac Chung and Peter Ramsey. Exactly. Their episodes yep. were some good. of my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Lee Isaac Chung's episode didn't get a lot of love because it revolved around Pershing and didn't really have any Mando in it, but that opening that opening scene before, oh, yeah. the, before the intro was just phenomenal. Well, even to the way and, it ended. Yeah, just yeah. the rest of the, that mm-hmm. episode, I just loved it. It kept me in such suspense. My skin was l- like literally crawling until the very episode. end. Yeah. It, it was, was really so good. good. Mm-hmm. And then Peter Ramsey for how much fun the pirate was. That was excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was really Rick's you know, category to lose, and I don't think he did because the the spies in the return was just phenomenal. We thought we thought this season honestly was going to be him getting to the minds of Mandalore. They did that by the what second, second. episode. Yeah. They they retook Mandalore. They killed Moff Gideon. Like what a season! Right. So, mm-hmm. congratulations, Rick. Yep. Also on that first uh, uh, director that you mentioned, um, gosh, darn it, there was something specific you were saying. I wanted to bring it up, and then you kept talking, Sorry. and I didn't want to interrupt you. Um, everything, everything. Oh, oh, oh. That's right. That's what I was going to say, and I've said it before already. Like his handling of that episode. Should be the blueprint for should have been the blueprint for Andor. Yeah. They oh, hundred percent. All yeah. of Andor the way oh, yeah. that they did that episode. Uh, the intrigue was fast paced. It was still intrigue, uh, twists and turns. There was a plot twist at the end. Like all that. That's the kind of stuff I was expecting from Andor, and it didn't happen. Agreed. And and, and well, it did, but it took I, a really. Long I have time. met. I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys. I have met somebody. I was at the shop, uh, who was really into Andor. They loved it. They loved it. No, I don't it. think you mentioned that. Yeah, I was working on someone uh, and of course, you know, I have Star Wars stuff up in my booth. Mm-hmm. So was was know, it me? Because I loved Andor. No, it wasn't you. <laughs> I don't think I've tattooed you, Joe. Yeah, Joe. Never mind. Yes. <laughs> Did they want an Andor tattoo and it took three sessions to get there? <laughs> <laughs> One was the drawing. Dang. Dang. Two was the drawing. Three... <laughs> Half of it was the drawing, and then the last end was was the actual tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Oh my god! God. Yep. (laughs) Anyway, so, but they really enjoyed Andor. They were into it, and I was, I was. It was nice to meet somebody. Yeah. Who appreciated? I told them that too. I go. I, I was like, people were into it, man. I was like, the Andor was not for me because we we're talking about different Star Wars episodes yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And I was like, Andor's not like the pacing for me with Andor was a little slow. I prefer action, and you know, so I explained it to them, and they're like, "Oh, I loved Andor. It was great." I was like, "Well, that's awesome. I'm glad you mm-hmm. enjoyed it. It was very nice to meet some." But anyway, but that director maybe you should go over to season two, <laughs> three, four, whatever yeah. of Andor that they're going to do, and let him uh, take the reins on that. And I just want to shout out again, Peter Ramsey too, because was that did he do that episode, or was that Lee Isaac? He did the pirates. That's right. But everybody's like, oh, it's it's so weird that you know this guy came from animation, (coughs) Dave Filoni. Yeah. (coughs) So I mean, it's cool that animated directors that are people that have put their name, stapled their name. How many people forget? Come come on, quick to forget. Yeah. Not just animation, like probably one of the greatest animated movies of the last several years of Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, shout out, I can't stop talking about James Gunn, but he on uh, Esquire, he gave his top five all time comic book movies. 
and that was his number one. Yeah. 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 Deserved oh, that's that was an a great movie. movie. I can't wait for yep. the second one. Oh, I can't wait either. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we're not going to go off on yeah. Marvel, but yeah, that, that was great. Um, okay, so even though Rick clearly won, I still feel like I had to give my two cents. So for me, it was, it was kind of a toss-up. And it wasn't, Rick wasn't in my, uh, was, wasn't in my, it was Carl Weathers. That was my pick. Yeah. And because we go back to the foundling. Um, again, because I think the way he handled that entire episode from Gindin is above reproach. Like, you, 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 it's difficult to look at, a, at, at an episode and go like, and without picking it a little bit. Like, we're, we, we, we always look at it and we enjoy it, but we look at it with a critical eye. At that point, like, I break down the episode in my mind, like, there's nothing where I can go, like, well, you know, this could have been, or that could have been, and the pacing could none of it, none of it, zero, zero. Oh, it, had zero. The, it probably was the best paced episode of the Exactly. Season. When you really think about it, and everything that happened, like, the transition from going here to there, it was just, from top to bottom, just the direction of everything was great. The acting, I mean, everything was amazingly done. Now, I go back to... My, my my kind of go-to, which has been the last couple of times, is Bryce Dallas Howard. Now, we can argue, you know, like like I said, we can argue this. Looking at our episode, a lot of people were like, uh, because of who was in it, you know, Jack Black is owned, da-da-da. But this is where I go back to, and I go, you know what? you got to give her props, because look at, again, the one thing that Bryce Dallas Howard does well is she takes whatever the vibe of the uh, of the season is going, and that one episode that kind of goes ink and goes off to the side and is a little bit different about everything. That's her episode. This is exactly what happened in this episode. Like, we're, Jack Black popped on the screen. We're like, "What the? What the? What?" And then we get—I mean, we get freaking um, Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd in there. I mean, you think about that. She handled those characters in a way that that was was good. I mean, it was a. The way she handles characters was fantastic, I think. You I mean, I, I'm not a fan of Izzo. I, whatever. I, not my music, not my thing, whatever. But Jack Black, I love. Christopher Lloyd, I love. And the fact that she handled all those characters well, and I think that entire episode was great. And then not only that, but it was also played a pivotal role in Bo-Katan regaining the Dark Saber. So not only did she handle this kind of weird, quirky kind of aspect which some people flat out hated and I didn't care. I thought it was funny, whatever. Um, but they, they, they let that distract them from what happened in that episode, which was done. Well, the fact that Bo-Katan came, you know, um, and she had to face, you know, acts and, and all that, that happened. The, the, the guts of that episode were very pivotal for where we go forward from there. So even though you get, I mean, Rick clearly won for me, Carl Weathers, the episode that he handled was impeccable and, and an absolutely amazing job. And I, and I, my, my shout out special mention goes to Bryce as always. Cause I think she does an amazing, she was an amazing director. Yeah. Everything she's ever directed. I've seen, I absolutely love and I get what she's doing. I get everything that she does a very unique view and a very great way of just handling the storytelling. We've said this before, and we'll echo it until it happens. Give her a movie, please. For, you know, you know, please. <laughs> can I say we we hear about all these movies, and I'm irritated to a high level that her name is never mentioned. 
I don't care. Like, um, who who's this? Uh, I can't think of who they're talking about for the Ray movie that that they're saying is coming out. Oh, it's uh, the director of the Miss Marvel, right? Miss Marvel, and I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. But how is that not? That could be. I mean, I not a fan of the Ray character, but why would you not give it to Bryce Dallas Howard who can handle these kind of characters and look at it, all that and just no, I agree, amazing. And her, her talent is just amazing. And her episode this year was what she hit what three, four different genres, and it blended perfectly. And in, in the one episode, exactly my point. And then Carl Weathers, I actually when this episode was over and I was done crying because I'm the whole I'm, I'm, not, the, I'm not crying. But I'm yeah. like, why has he not been directing more than indie stuff since like the '90s? And and this is my point where I get. I'm just gonna have to yeah. vent this for quick. This where I get irritated at Lucasfilm they have amazing talent in the in in house that have proven themselves and they're going out to these other people I'm like that other uh, uh, Shani Choice I can't think of her name um, I know you're talking about yeah um, I'm like you did that and you did like a docu like what what are you doing the like, Eternals yeah yeah here are these people <laughs> That are like making great content, like not only great but amazing content, and you're not. Oh, and, oh. Right, well now, now we're going to go into a realm of discussion that is not part of the award show. Okay, so. stopping. Okay, moving on. Hooray! But real quick, this is where we got to give oh, a lot of praise geez. to John Favreau for just assembling great team of directors, yep. keeping mm-hmm. great returning directors, and bringing in good young ones. So mm-hmm. that's it. Yep. Okay. So congratulations. <laughs> To who? Rick Fum- <laughs> to Rick Fumiawa. Uh, Joey will be delivering that one himself. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right, Joe. What's our next category? Oh, I forgot to look. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, this is our re-category? That, did I mess it? I messed it up, huh? No, you didn't. Oh. No, no, because you said you wanted to let see if people could figure out what we changed. Go ahead and now go, oh. Joe. Uh, best aerial scene or moment. Why do I think we're all going to pick the same one? This one, <laughs> I, I feel like we're not. I, okay. don't, I don't think we are. So oh, one, really? Okay. So this, this one's very maybe. difficult because there was some awesome. No, there's only one. No, there's not. <laughs> there, there is some awesome aerial scenes in multiple ships. There is some awesome scenes in jetpacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I am going to go with Derek. <laughs> okay, on this so one. just just to be clear, this is the category that is replacing the best Razor Crest moment since uh, R.I.P. Razor Crest. So, but there are plenty of other things that happened in the air that. Um, so that's why we we made a little more of a generic kind of uh, category for aerial moments. And so many great moments all season long. There was a, a lot. There are a ton. But. Um, my favorite one was when Bo finished, uh, had just gotten uh, Din from Mandalore and they were heading back to her planet and the TIE Interceptor showed up and it was game on time. I loved that entire scene. the Her flying through the the planet like talking to Grogu weather flying din jumping out of the ship and having his moment in there just you have you have the gauntlet fighting moment you have some jetpack flying then you have some n1 fighting and you know they just all of it together like watching her 
do her thing. I'm a huge, I, I loved Bo-Katan this, this season so much and seeing all the different things that she did. Um, but yeah, that, that's for me, that was the funnest thing to watch. I mean, I know, I know there were so many other ones. Yeah, I know there are. I enjoyed watching that the most, the, the, them working together. It seems like it doesn't matter where those two are at. They work together so well. Land, sea, or air. Like, if you got Din and Bo-Katan on your case, dude, game over. Because they're going to they're gonna get it done. So, I, that's that's my... Especially the end one, like, vert take. Oh, the vertical, vertical takeout. Everything. <laughs> everything about it. It was great. I, I love that. So, that's that's my favorite aerial moment. Good one. Was that? Uh, Chad. So I can still remember when that scene ended and it cut to the Mandalorian and I took a big deep breath and I looked at my wife and I said, holy shit, that was just the intro. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I absolutely agree. I whittled it down a little more narrow to specifically when Bo-Katan pulls a 180 in the gauntlet to finish off the final time interceptor, but I will go with that entire scene. Um, I won't mention my honorable mention because I'm sure it's one of your winners, so I'll let someone else go, but I totally agree that... Uh, Din and Bo against those tie interceptors was uh, the best was a good one. moment. It was a good one. Nice. Uh, Udi? I'm going to go with the finale uh, aerial battle. Um, I think because of... Now, you see, when you were talking, Derek, and I'm like, and I'm listening, and you're, you're describing all this, I'm like, wait, where do we, like, cut... <laughs> where do we cut, like, that scene of that aerial scene? Because when you think about that final, think about all... Like all, so I, in my mind, I went to the entirety of like when you see them coming down, and you see them jetpacking down, and they're they're heading towards the you know the stormtroopers jetpacking up, and you think about that. Not only is the buildup of that scene, you have the armor breakout flying down there, boom, breaks out the the hammers are like, oh yeah, and then you have and then you know the my favorite moment of that whole thing is when Bo lights up that dark saber and just like boom and then you you have that moment of anticipation until they finally like meet brave-hearted uh, exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. and you think about all the carnage i mean it was coming at you just like bam 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 i mean how many times we had like wait 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 what just happened there back up i'm like oh and then they're like okay cool and then so wait 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 back it up again like oh over and over and over and over again as much as i do enjoy that time intercept because of all the extra that went in there for flat out aerial carnage for me that end you can't beat it you just can't because there was so much that was going on so i'm like wait where do i cut that up you can't i don't think you can it's just one big massive uh you know massive amount of just air death you know like yeah. we're gonna kill here kill here kill here and you guys ah flying out i mean the costa reeve scene like i mentioned exactly <laughs> like yep. knee darts i mean i mean oh man i could watch that over and over and over again yeah. so to me that's where i said like that whole entirety of like it was like it felt like 20 minutes of nothing but sky death but it was you know probably two or three but man to me that's my favorite there there were great and that one is probably up there uh, along with the, for me, the, the fun one for me was the pirate ship. It was like, he's above, he's below. That, for me, was really fun as he's killing people. But, you know, for me, um, that's like my third choice. But, yeah, um, yeah for me, it's totally the, the aerial <laughs> finale just because you have Mandalore on jetpack and jetpack and just aerial carnage. So, yeah. Yeah, this, this is definitely a fun category. They brought it all year long, all season long. Uh, with the aerial battles, the pirate one in space mm-hmm. as well. 
But the the pirate one that like you just said was my third favorite. I'm going I got I got three favorites. But the third favorite was the pirates, the he's above you, he's below you and all that crap. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Um the second one, barely this was I had a hard time deciding between the second and first one, but they're so close. But the second one was the jetpack battle. Barely. Mm-hmm. I mean everything you said I can't I can't mention anything else, but it was just so freaking epic and just to get the chance to see that on a big screen would be amazing but i'm going with the gauntlet being the gauntlet being chased and fighting the interceptors because we i love interceptors and the fact that i mean they're they're badass but being specific what chad said the 180 you know hitting hitting the brakes and Mm -hmm. and i think the reason why i put that barely as number one is because that night i actually bought the micro series gauntlet (laughs) and the wings do that so i literally like when the season was over like he pulled the wings up and just i I think that was my first like oh shit moment of the season Mm. and that's saying a lot because that was Um, the second episode i believe yeah Second uh, or third? Yeah. Third. Third, I so, think. Yeah. Yep. But that's third. Yeah. So we'll just say the gauntlet uh I guess the gauntlet. That's the one who wins. Um, the gauntlet N one battle against and the, the tie, We didn't even really mention the N one, but just didn't pilot yeah. vertical that thing. takeoff. Do, I mean so yeah, so so awesome. when you when you said favorite favorite aerial moment, I'm like, oh my god, like oh, where are we gonna go? Because of all that I thought that's why I kind of said maybe we go with the N one because you think about the N one alone, like how great is a freaking N one? Well, all the things he did in that thing, were yeah, insane. everything, yep. everything. So anyway, yeah, never trust a pirate kid. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is what you know. This proximity, and like, oh hey, hold on, yeah, yeah. Okay, so winner, yeah, Gauntlet and N one fighting Thai interceptors and. Chasing bombers for half a second. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. Katie and Pedro, they're in the mail. Yep, good job with that. Puppeteers. All right, Chad, what is our next category? Best Mando and Grogu moment. Mm. I don't even have an honorable mention for this one. Oh, you have a straight up choice. Yeah. I got one too. Joey, what's yours? I'm still thinking. (laughs) Udi, what's yours? <laughs> okay, I, I got mine ready if you want. Okay, uh, mine goes back to uh, uh, first episode. So many things happen between Mando and Grogu um, in in this season, but you know you can think about you know when they're battling, when he's in the IG twelve, and all those things. And, and honestly, his interaction with the IG twelve and everything was kind of not a fan. I didn't really like it, but. For me, the one that that set us up and kind of really put us where we were at and and fed all the way through was the moment where um, Din is asleep when they're in hyperspace and he sees the Purgles and he kind of is like looking like whoa and then he has that moment of like fear like what what is that and then what is the first, his first reaction is to go find comfort in Din and goes and he comes down and just tucks in. To Din's arm and kind of goes like, okay, now I feel safe. And and then and, and and then has Din's very subtle reaction of like, okay, and just kind of like coddles him a little bit. And for me, that was like, you think, in my mind, that is the the picture of what has happened from, ep- you know, season one 
to now. Even though we go through everything that we go through, that is where we are. And that all that does is the rest of the season just amplifies that moment to me. So that's my, my favorite Grogu and Din moment. Pulling on the emotional heartstrings mm-hmm. on that. Okay. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why. Okay. Joe, have you come up with something yet? I'm at a cross between two. Okay. <laughs> you Derek, what you can think about it a little longer. Yeah. That's no, I'm, I'm going with I'm going with a completely different side of it, and and you would think that like the final scene where him, uh, Grogu, and Din are mm-hmm. fighting in sync and fighting against the, the guard, and you know, um, would be one of those moments. But for me, it was it was the moment where he jumped into the IG-12 and decided and had a voice Mm. and decided to say yes, no, yes, no, all that stuff. So much identifying with the dad vibes on that thing. (laughs) Um, Especially at the end when, when Din says this isn't working for me. I've, like I said before, I've said the same thing to my kids. It was, for me, it was a completely identifiable, like uh, identify with him in that situation. Uh, I know your kids got this brand new thing that they're super crazy. They, they love and it's so great and da da da. And, and you weren't really a fan to begin with, but here you are having to deal with it. Um, yeah, this isn't working for me. Uh, so that's that, that scene with him and brand new IG 12. Yes. No button is my, my favorite <laughs> Mando and, and Grogu moments. So great one. So I'm trying to decide between when Den finally decides to where Grogu's not going to be just a little background, you know, I got to rescue you. You're going to fend for yourself. So the the training scene with Ragnar, and you know, you could even say that's a great Grogu bow moment also. But then it's also hard to pass up on Mando claiming. Grogu as his adopted son in front of the Mandalorians in front you know in front of the church mm-hmm. you know and just the emotional we all know I mean three seasons we all know but just the weight of it and you know how quick the armor is like this is a way Dan Grogu you know mm-hmm. so I think just for the emotional part of it I'm going to go with the uh, uh, Grogu officially being adopted by Din. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Good one. Very yeah. good. As great as I love those other moments, uh, Mando adopting uh, Grogu was my only choice for that category. Yeah. No, I mean, okay. it totally makes sense. Like I said, for me, yep. I get everything, but for me, it was like having that, it was the emotional tie that, that bonded and everything else just reinforced that, that tie. Even even that moment, like, you know, the, the father-son uh, aspect of that. But yeah, I mean, and finally adopting. So, yeah. I mean, it, it is a great moment. Like, when it happened, like, Dan Grogu was like, okay, that was pretty cool. Huh? Yeah. Huh. All right. So, there you go. winner is the moment Din, of adoption. Yeah. Din Grogu. The Din Grogu moment. Yep. Where Grogu becomes Din Grogu. Yep. Yeah, good one. Nice. I agree. Nice. Good one. Okay. We have a few more categories to go here. Um, best fight. Best fight category <laughs> and wow 
<laughs> maybe we should have rethought that one because there were yeah. so many fights in this scene is this season uh th- oh wow okay so let's narrow it down a little bit we can't we're not gonna rehash the ones that we've already brought up and have been put aside so we're not the aerial combat thing mm-hmm. the jetpacks <laughs> one that's not in this category I, any, I, I think i got one yeah i got aerial fight scenes mm-hmm. none of that stuff this is all hand to hand i think we're all gonna agree on the same thing on this all right well joe you said you got one so go ahead what is your favorite fight scene <laughs> Shit. Um, <laughs> I thought you said you had one. I, I know. Come I, I on, do, man. I do. All right. I do. All right. Uh, in a season of many great fight scenes, uh, I'm going to go with Bo versus Axe. Okay. Not bad. Not um, bad. And I think when we were talking about this episode, like I said, one thing I, I really enjoy is like, you know, Mandalorians don't hold back. Whether mm-hmm. you're a male or a female. You know, you're big enough to throw a punch. You're big enough to take a punch. Mm-hmm. And Bo took some punches. Oh yeah. Um, the way they both used their Mandalorian uh, weapons to the fullest was pretty awesome. And uh, even the fact when she pinned him the first time, he didn't give up, and they kept fighting. And then she finally pinned him again until he did yield. But I mean, just the pile drive into the top of one of the ships. It, the, this whole fight scene, I, I've. Haven't done my full season recap, but I've I've gone back just to watch this fight scene a couple times. Yeah, that's a great fight scene. Yep, yep, yep. Udi, uh, Paz versus the Survivor. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, don't remember what they got. Oh, and, oh no, Axe versus uh, Paz. Sorry, oh, okay. that's what I was saying. I was um, no, no, no. What? Um, it's 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 difficult for me. Because mine kind of like morphs into like three. <laughs> okay. I think you know which one I'm talking. About. It's going to be Din begins against Moth Gideon. Then that kind of gets handed off to Din, Grogu fighting against the the Praetorian, and then that morphs back into Bo fighting Moth Gideon, which. You know, um, ends up with Grogu, Din, and Bo fighting Moth. So it's kind of difficult. Like, where do I break that up? Um, so if I'm if I want to be lazy, I'll go the, all of that, <laughs> which I, I guess I could be. But if I want to be more, I'll go more. I'll try to be a little bit more specific. I'm I'm gonna go to the end um, to when Bo is losing to Moff, Gideon, and then Din comes in to kind of bail her out, and, and then they both go, but then, you know, and the reason why I'm going here is because it, what it does is it pulls everybody in, right? So we, we have that, they come in, they kind of, you know, beat back Moff Gideon a little bit, then, you know, obviously Axe comes in with a, whoa, you know, Geronimo moment. So it pulls him in, and then you have Grogu, using his force powers to save them. So I'm going to, if, like I said, if you want, if I can be lazy, I'll go all of that. Uh, but to be more specific, that end portion of it, even though I would have liked, you know, personally liked to have seen Moth Gideon die in another, like, I guess in a more visceral, visceral, visceral way. ugly way, 
I can look at the entirety of the scene and understand why it was done that way, and and I'm good with that, and I actually really really like that because it pulled how how it pulled everybody into it, and it was kind of like a group effort to get rid of the big bad. So I that that's mine. That's mine. Okay. All right. Nice. Chad. Uh. So I have a different scene of that that same one. I picked Mando and Grogu versus the Praetorian Guard. Mm. So yep. I mean, like they're 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 pits they're pieces of each yeah. one of those that you can kind of like, oh, that's cool. That was really cool. So yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, Joe. I already said. Wait, what was yours? Bow and X. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. All right. So I'm gonna throw a, a monkey in the wrench here. Um. My favorite fight scene was actually when uh, Din was uh, fighting the guards and getting through the sh- the different ray shields because mm-hmm. um, there was no you know force powers, there was no other people on by. It was just him going hand to hand against six different guys, and it was such a throwback to at the very beginning, you know, season one, where it was him taking on however many people around mm-hmm. just by himself. I you like know, those odds. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So seeing him do that, uh, you know, the groundwork, the fighting, the choreography, you know, a little bit of the humor when he missed, you know, <laughs> grabbing the, the gun, <laughs> you know, he just, misses the gun. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the guy falls in. You know, the, the whole thing and then just watching him like level up as he goes through through the guys. I think the entire, it was a, it was a short scene, but very well put together. Uh, and you had some very, very fun moments in the middle of that and then just the satisfying end he's like yeah i got through i'm 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 that i'm still that good in case you all forgot because you haven't you haven't really seen me do this in a minute i mean the last time you saw me get into kind of a fight i was just a trap and uh so yeah that's that's my uh favorite one so um, we, we have a, we have a four way tie basically. Cause well, you know, if you want to get little, I think the, the, cause yours is over. Yeah. But you said you weren't going to be lazy. That's you, true. Okay. Your, your part was the end okay, part. So four, four way tie part was the middle, middle part. part. So four way tie. They're all good. I mean, cause that mm-hmm. one is great too, because it harkens back kind of like dual of the fades kind of thing. And you have all that going on. I mean, all of ours are really the same. It's one episode. <laughs> no, no, his, uh, no, Joey's isn't. Oh, no, yeah, not his. Yeah. I wasn't kidding. No, no, like, I'm talking about our three. Yeah, our yeah. three is the same. Yeah, our three in the final. Okay, episode. so that one wins. The final episode fight scenes, period. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're freaking cheating, like, really bad for that one. I mean, that is horrible cheating. Like. An honorable mention that couldn't be in the best fight the aerial jetpack. There you yeah. go. You got next right away. It's like, no. So the best fight we have decided on are all the ones we talked about. Yep. All four were the best fights. <laughs> uh, I, mean, well, I just don't know how else to oh, do. Maybe we, you guys need to, do, the uh, listeners you know need to give a tiebreaker on that one, man. I'm if, telling if you. If not that, I'm good with the finale fight scene. That I mean, that's Wait, all mine take, or well, the whole thing. Well, they're all kind of finale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, 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 not, not, my, not the one I was talking. No, about. No, no, not that yours. Was, that, yeah, was that was before. That was building up to it. Yeah, good old fashioned din whooping some butt. So, I would like to give a Mandalorian award to the Mandalorian of the show. So I'm okay with Derek's too. <laughs> yeah, <that's what> we're <laughs> <doing>. <laughs> uh, but there were all Mandalorians. There were all oh, Mandalorians right. involved. Okay. 
the award goes to Latif Crowder. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> okay. All right, that, let's do okay, that. There we go. Latif, you're Sounds getting it because you were in all of that. That, that was that, all you. Know, bro- that was cool. all you, brother. But he wasn't in in the one with Bo and. and no, Axel. but he was in three of the four. So. Yeah, yeah no, he was in three of the four. So that, that I, I'm good. I'm good with that. So the award goes to Le- so Latif best Crowder. fight award goes to Latif Crowder <laughs> and, and in the funny, finale. And in fin- in the funny enough, he, he, he's in all of them. So yeah. hey, there we go. In the finale episode of all the awesome fights of the finale episode. <laughs> yeah. Yay, Latif! Congratulations! Yeah. All right. Cool. So there we go. That was totally not an easy way out for that category at all. God, we cheat. Okay. All right. And. Now we are down to the final toy Darian type thing. Anyway, sorry. The what? We're doing toy Darian, like trying to bargain our way through it. Anyway. Oh, okay. Final category for the third annual Mandy Awards. Mandy. Mandy. <laughs> Favorite scene or moment? Oh man. I know there were a lot of them out there. There are some that were very emotional, uh, some that were very comedic, um, some that were moved the story in a way that we didn't see coming. Um, but I think for me, there was a particular mind. This, this is putting aside, I mean, because when, when Din and Grogu have like the dad son vibes, I mean, that's. That always hits me really hard because of me and my kids. Um, so, but there was one, <laughs> there's one moment where it was between Bo and Din. When Din came up and told Bo-Katan that he was going to follow her no matter what, basically, is what it came down to. And she turned around and gave him a look. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine a better reaction i couldn't be more thankful for katie sackoff for being such an amazing actor Mm -hmm. and the writing of that scene the timing of that scene like everything about it made me made me giddy like a little schoolgirl. i don't know how else to put it it's just how it was it was like all it made me go oh oh, i want to like want to hug them both want (laughs) to want to tell them both how awesome they are just like the whole thing it was just like all the feels it was wrapped up in a in a there was so much that they had fought through and there was this huge fight that was coming and then came up to swear his fealty to someone Mm -hmm. because not because of historical reasons or traditional reasons or it was all about who she was Mm -hmm. as a person Mm -hmm. and that's what mattered and and to me everything else that that happened between grogu and Bo and din and all the interactions and everything everything going on the fact that Bo saved his life i don't know two three two three times um it just it, it was just the perfect moment for me for the entire season for for all the great things that the season had but but to me that's the one that always sticks out like i can't i don't think i'll ever be tired of just seeing that two minutes of dialogue and bo katan's reaction to it mm-hmm. so that's my favorite moment for the season solid mm-hmm. next go ahead when do you guys go well pick one <laughs> when you think about that I mean, like when you were talking about it, I 
I was throwing my hands up like, yeah, like completely agreeing with you because that is like a completion to an extent of a, of a, of an arc between both of them. The only other one to me, and I don't know where, how to delineate between that, that one. And this one is when the armor puts book of 10 on her path. To she is the one who can unite. Who can unite? She walks both worlds. To me, when 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 the armorer put that on her, my mind automatically threw went all the way back through Rebels, understanding her arc, understanding her family arc, everything that happened to her, her sister, all. I mean, going back to Clone Wars and all of that. It hit with such a a, a hard. You know, such a hard impact for me because understanding that the arc under you know looking at where we are introduced to her in this in in the season, dejected, rejected, just not wanting to do anything. You know, going out of her way to kind of like I'm gonna now clown on you, Din, because here we're gonna go to the mines and ha ha ha, you're dumb. Let me show you how all this faith you have is pointless. And having her conversion of like seeing the mythosaur, going to the, you know, going like, what do I do with that? And then going to the armor and going like, hey, what if I did see the mythosaur? And having the armor kind of go like, ha whatever. But all of that until that moment where the armor goes, no, you are the one who will unite Mandalore. And I'm getting shivers because I understand the entirety of the arc. So as much as I like that scene i think that doesn't happen you know din pledging his his you know his sidearm his blast to her doesn't happen without the armor saying you are the one who needs to get this done so to me that that scene where she says you're the one and you're the one that set it on the path um you know not only that the, the part where she's like hey you know, Paz walking over is like, hey, Armor wants to see you. That whole, the whole buildup to it and, and then understanding, again, understanding what that scene does. Remove your helmet. Exactly. And it's like, <laughs> wait, what? Like, you know, is this a test? Like, what am I doing here? So that propels the next phase, which I think we're going to continue on. So for me, that's my scene is when the armor puts it on her. Like, you are the one who will unite Mandalore and that weight of that is you can't I don't think you can under or under describe or underestimate the weight of that I thought there was a lot of comedy in this season so I have an honorable mention of Grogu spamming yes or no in the IG-11 <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just thought that was great it was. Uh, I agree is it deserving of a win yes yes no yes no yes. is it going to no 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 <laughs> no, no. But uh, I love though when, when he every time he hit a button he was still mouth what he was trying to say yeah. yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed that. That was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, I didn't think you guys were going to go the way you went. Um, for me, the best scene of the entire season was obviously the inclusion of Ahmad Best as Keller and Beck rescuing Grogu. Uh, we've spoken about it at length before in our mm-hmm. episode covering the Foundling, so go back and listen to that. It's a it's a wonderful episode, but that, to me, is hands down the best moment of this season. I- okay. The, the only reason why that wasn't mine is because it didn't propel the overall arc. 
and it didn't go back as deep as Bo-Katan, but my God, did that one like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. I get, I, get, I get where you're at with that, 100%. Yeah. Well, the only thing with that one, too, is that there is a lot of, like I said, real life reasons mm-hmm. for the way we were feeling about it or you guys were feeling about it, then I felt about it after you filled me in on the situation. Also, the, um, the, the him using the double lightsabers, we haven't seen that since Anakin Skywalker cool. in live cool. action. Yeah. The the realization that he's flying Jar Jar Binks' right? Naboo yep. ship. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. All of that was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. But again, that's also part of like the real life yeah. stuff interacting with it, which don't get me wrong, I, I don't disagree. It, it was pretty awesome, but... That's also why I didn't include it as just the straight up for me the season. Anyways, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, great scene though. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something, but I forgot. Uh, I know we're talking about this is the Mandalorian. I love Din Djarin. I love the Mando. But this was clearly the book of Bo-Katan, and I'm okay with that. I loved every bit of it. And I'm kind of going to go with what Udi was saying, the whole scene of the armorer. But not not, not, not necessarily that scene, but like because everything leading up to that was amazing. You know, like I said, take off your helmet. You know, the whole wondering if she should do it. But she's like, do you respect my station? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Okay, then take off your helmet. But... The fact I loved the shot of them walking back out to camp. It was that shot of the feet mm-hmm. and everybody's reaction before we knew what we were going to see. Them walking together, one with a bucket, one without. But just the weight of that, because the first person to really kind of like stand up and like walk towards them was Paz. Like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then just everything that the armor said that. You know, she's going to go search out other Mandalorians. She's going to be the one that unites us. And just everybody's then standing behind her. Well, quickly after Pat stood up, Mando stood up in, like, am I going to have to scrap to protect Bo? You know, Mm because we we already knew before what you said, because what you said about his, his speech to her was still, like, top moment. But just the fact that this was the first time we see the whole camp united the fact she walks both ways, both worlds, mm-hmm. was was a huge weight from what we've known from Clone Wars to Rebels to to now on. I think was huge, and then of course the so that's my favorite scene of the season, barely. But honorable mention is actually seeing a freaking mythosaur for the first time <laughs> was huge, and seeing it twice and both times we saw it, I thought it was so you know mm-hmm. so much weight, but. Yeah, I'm. I'm just going with Bo standing next to the armor without a bucket in front of the all the all the Mandalorians. Okay, so winner. All right. <clears throat> well, I mean, his is a little bit behind what you were saying. Now, nah, winner. I, no, I get it. <laughs> Same difference. Can we let yeah. it go? Emily, Kat, yeah. Katie, well done. Yep. Yeah. All right. So that for us is the favorite scene of the season where Bogotan gets the confirmation from the armorer and uh, all that ensues. So I don't know why, but the image of the armorer doing the buddy Christ two thumbs up. <laughs> well, no, it's <laughs> the one pointing finger and then the no, thumbs up. Yes. 
Can we get that that's in it. the T-shirt? <laughs> yeah. So that's, oh, that's okay. Yeah. All right. Well, and that uh, wraps it up, I think. Um, I was thinking of dropping a, a surprise category, but I can't think of anything right now. So Don't. we're not going to do it. That's all right. Um, oh, you know who? Uh, okay. How about this? Best comedic moment of the season. The straight, straight for giggles, just funny. Yes, yes, no, no. I mean, Jack Black was good. I like that, but, but he yes. wasn't there for comedy. No, no, no. But but it's, it's mm-hmm. if you don't see Jack Black on the screen and start laughing, I think you're dead inside. Okay, that's for real. I can't disagree. Okay, so. I'm going to go with yes, yes, no, no. The comedy of him being able to do that and the argument and the whole banter back and forth, to me, that's the comedic moment that, that takes the cake out of everything. Okay. Yep. All right. You guys think of one? Mm-hmm. What you got, Jen? Amy Sedaris telling the Jawas to go strip another speeder before they get too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a good night. I forgot right. about yeah. that. Yeah, that's a good oh, one. Not yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't have a not. You can't not have a funniest moment without Amy without Sedaris. Pele. Yeah. Like you got to put uh-huh. Pe- anytime Pele comes in the, in the equation, Pe- it's comedy. Yeah. Pele and Jawas. Yes. Comedy gold. Yeah, then, they come, then they come back with like Barney Crop beads around their neck. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. hairy. After like two minutes. Yeah. yeah, they're gone for like 30 seconds and come back trash with Mardi Gras beads. <laughs> right. What did you do to get those beads there, Jawa? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. That's anyway, yeah. not a Star Wars program. All right, yeah, anyway. Not a Star Wars story. Joe, anyway. what you got? I, didn't, I totally forgot about that. I love Charles. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going... Uh, the the my laugh out loud moment was the he's above you he's below you yeah it was pretty that, good that was a laugh out loud yeah, for me yeah. no it was funny yeah uh, my my favorite funny uh, moment was when um, Din is trying to get IG eleven fixed and he's inside the thing and you got grief outside like trans oh that <laughs> translate <laughs> I get you that. know like yeah. him getting going it was the the pacing of it all, it was just so funny. I, I don't get tired of watching that scene. It is so, so funny. It, so that's, that's my favorite comedy. You know, and you cannot under, under, uh, or under describe her, um, the way that the mannerism, we talked about it before, you know, the, the no, having no facial expression, but mm-hmm. you know, when they're going back and forth and you have that moment when he's like, where you know Mando Cox is like, yeah, I got that. Like yeah, right. the attitude was there. I'm like, without a facial expression, Bo- it's broken. He said he can't fix it. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I got, got that. that. Well, yeah. well, but no, the other thing we got a, two two other moments of gold. There's like, do you speak Hatties? Yep. was in there, right? <laughs> and then bad and baby, then, no baby, bad yeah, baby, yeah, no bad squeezy, baby. yeah, no yeah. squeezy, no so, bad. I mean, yeah, that yeah, entire scene yeah, was that, just, that whole thing is yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's like no, no, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, it's a good one. Did you forget that he's my friend? Yeah, not your friend anymore. No, not anymore. Yeah. No, telling you, the whole thing was great. Yeah, all right. I, 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 and yeah. by unilateral decision, my choice was the most. <laughs> so <laughs> there, all right. Because you guys agree now. After we talked about it, you do agree. That's pretty good. You're not going to agree with me vocally, but which one was yours? Inside. The Ancelans. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we're trying to fix it. Initially, yeah. trying to fix oh. IG11. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Were you not listening this whole time? No, nah, he was looking Joe. at his phone. Yeah, I was looking at my phone, but 
I'm always down. You know me from even before the season started. I was excited about the Babu Fricks. Yep. Yeah, you were. So. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. So, I'm, which I'm, is I'm why I'm surprised it. you didn't remember that part too. So there's so many good. This season <sighs> had laughs. It had tears. <laughs> had it had action. It had history. Yeah. Drama. Great oh, season. Yeah. Yeah. Did not disappoint. So I know we waited a long time for it, and it's over way too soon. But oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What a great season three of The Mandalorian. Um, yeah. Yep. And I, I know we could sit here and just start rehashing everything because we love it that much. Um, but we're not going to because nope. we've already done it. We go back and listen to the other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that we talked about. Uh, all right. So anyways, that is the third season of The Mandy Awards. Um, Chad, did you write down all the winners? I did. Thank Sweet. You. <laughs> can you can you run them through real quick again? Of course. For uh, our five listeners, for eight, eight. Oh, favorite eight. episode, sorry. we have chapter twenty, the foundling. For favorite scene moment, we have the armor and Bo-Katan at the ending of chapter twenty-one, the pirates. For best kill, we have Paz Vizsla by the Praetorian Guards. <laughs> I'm three for three so far. Yeah. For best fight, we just have Latif Crowder for everything he does. <laughs> yeah. Four for four. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, best director is Rick Fumiyawa for oh, the Spies yeah. and the yeah. Return. Favorite aerial moment is the gauntlet for the fight um, against the TIE Interceptors with the N1. Mm-hmm. Favorite Mando and Grogu moment was when Mando adopts Grogu. Favorite supporting actor Mando is Emily Swallow for The Armor. Favorite supporting actor non-Mando is Katie O'Brien as Elia Kane. Uh, honorable mention, Paul Sun Young Lee as Carson Tiva. Mm-hmm. And best Star Wars reference is Zeb. Yep. All right. There you have it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I still can't believe that it's done. <laughs> yep. Well, going on that now, I can't. We're at 100. I can't believe we would, yeah, I can, that's okay, the biggest. Yeah, I know, I know, sorry. I keep getting caught up with, with the actual yeah. you know, reason why we're here talking, not not our self-aggrandizing <laughs> podcast of 100 episodes. It is 100, that is a lot of episodes. I never thought we'd be doing this, this many. You think about that moment, like anytime you hit, like there, there are milestones and 100, and I'm like, holy crap, like Joe brought that up and we're like, wait, what? Yeah. What's funny is I've never like counted how many we've done until now. I never do. Never. I wasn't. Never thought track. about it. Yeah, yep. and I was just like keeping an eye. I'm like, wait, if we keep up to what we're doing in season three, our last the season finale will be ninety nine. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! So we can actually do something like for the hundred. And I mean, what didn't I mean? When when we thought of this show, it was like, hey, John Favreau and Dave Filoni are doing a TV show, a Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Cool. Then it wound up being, hey, they're doing a thing called The Mandalorian. We should do a reaction show. <laughs> you know, who knows what's going to be. You know, yeah, who, right. I mean, so, so many Star Wars podcasts do a Mandalorian recap, but their Star Wars podcast first and the Mandalorian part is their spinoff or right. yeah. edition. But we're, we're, we started a podcast based on a show that we had no idea what was going to be. Yeah. We didn't know if it was going to be good. Yeah. We didn't know it was going to be a global changer. You know, bringing people that don't care about Star Wars into Star Wars uh-huh. and so much, yeah, and so just much how much it has does. changed the parks. You know, me and Moody yeah. being big park guys, yeah, how yeah. much the parks are like as big as Star Wars is in the parks. Once Mandalorian came, it nobody. I mean, I don't say nobody cared about anything else, but everything's 
mostly Grogu, but still it's Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, and, and I, I look back at it and I think about, yeah, when whenever you begin weird things like this like podcasts like joe and i have been podcasting for a while chad and i did a podcast a while back that was all movie reviews but derek would you know i hearken back to the days where he would clown on me a little bit for doing podcasts but mm-hmm. even then i am the older brother i get clown on you for something and and, and that's fine you, you will always <laughs> find a reason you started today before we start recording with clowning on me but anyway but my point my but still even at that moment's like you know, I thought, well, who who could we get on the show? And I remember you and I, Joe, talking about it. And, and it was like, I thought, Chad, and I thought about my brother. I'm like, these are such a diverse, like, different aspect of everything we look. And we all have our own little niches. And, you know, uh, 100 episodes, I'm like, I'm kind of, like, shocked that we're, we're here every time. I'm very shocked. Yeah, it's it, crazy. And I listen to a number of podcasts. And so, like, people that start, you know, start at one. Sometimes by the time they get to a hundred, there's a different cast. Yeah, <laughs> you know, couple. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like we've been together for 100 episodes is pretty mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I think all the people that do interact with us and yeah. uh, listeners and friends and and stuff. So a lot yeah, of and you know we, we joke about like eight listeners and blah blah, and that's that's our internal joke. That's you know, we, my joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We always joke about it, but we know there's more and, and we always appreciate that, you know, the interaction. And, and I always say that when we podcast, yeah, we, we get together, um, because we enjoy talking, we enjoy talking about it. And, and we always see you guys hear it when we're clowning or joking around and doing like in this episode, perfect example. But you know, it's also the fact that we get more, we get more people from outside, you know, interacting with us and, and, it, it is always a pleasure to have that um, because it, it, it just exemplifies why we're here in the first place. So to, to kind of broaden out and have you guys listen and interact um, is, is amazing. And, and I still, even though Joe has been caught podcasting for how long? Six, seven years now, Joe? Yeah. And then same with me. I never am never at a point where I'm not shocked by when people like, like, oh, they're talking how cool like it never wanes that that excitement of having people interact and talk and and engage in what we're talking about so i you know it's great it's great and i'm glad that that for everybody who engages with us thank you yeah yeah just to piggyback on you i love talking star wars with you guys but i i love and look forward to so much more when we have interaction from the people that listen to the show so thank you everyone for your comments on our social medias please keep them coming yeah no doubt about anything yeah i mean well star wars related anyways well no and and and, and, you know after you guys listen to us i mean please like like hit us up like do you agree do you disagree what are your favorite what what, what do you think we know what what is your you know you have the categories now like what are yours let us know like and and uh, we will happily gladly read them off and you know and go over it again yeah so here's the thing that i have been cringing internally about when when uh thinking about a certain part of doing podcasts uh but now that we've officially hit 100 episodes and it looks like we're still going to have more to talk about um rate us review us (laughs) hit the subscribe button yes tell your friends share share the podcast um uh, apparently we're going to be doing this for a while. So I, I, I'm we not hit seeing an end to it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not seeing an end to it. Uh, but you know, yeah, tell your friends, we, 
we also want everyone like like these guys just said uh, interact with us throw us some comments mm-hmm. and we all have different medias which actually we haven't we haven't brought up in a while so let's do this um my instagram which is pretty much the only thing i'm on is uh tattoo art by underscore derek if you want to reach out say hey to me talk to me about star wars talk to me about tattoos whatever uh feel free shoot me a dm i don't always get back super fast but i do respond to everybody so uh give a give me a shout out if you want something specifically brought up onto the show you want me to ask these guys anything kind of interesting you go ahead and let me know <laughs> and we'll get the questions out there so Woody, what about you what are your socials uh you can you can find me on my socials i have two that i interact with uh one is my main one will be instagram that will be h-a-x-g-o-a-l-i-e hacks goalie uh you can also find me on my twitter of the same handle uh you can also find me on my other podcast show uh, which is leaving today podcast and that is leaving today podcast.com you can find us there the instagram is the same facebook is the same and anything that goes into that gets, what up gets, mark yeah mark and jess are mark my co-hosts on that show um and mark is the main driver over there and anything that goes to him comes to me so yeah you can you guys more and i do dm me i do respond to all of my dms and yep. he'll he'll respond like really long response. It's it'll kind of hard lo- for him to. It'll be a long stop talking. Uh, it'll actually. be a long, drawn out diatribe about something. <laughs> I will wane off and go in about three or four tangents before eventually ro- roping back into what I you asked me, and then I may not even answer that at that point. But yeah, we'll get there. So yeah, yep. go go for it. Jump into <laughs> Pandora's box. So really, this podcast would normally be about twenty minutes, but with us talking, it turns into about <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's how the, all the conversations like go we, when it comes we, to any of this. Yeah, stuff. if we stayed to a hard format, we'd be like, "Thank you, good night," and we would have yep. said that two hours ago. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like I, I tell someone, I can't answer a question like, "Hey, what's your favorite green lightsaber?" Well, before I get to that, let me tell you this. You need a lot of background story. Yeah. First. So let me yeah. tell you the origin of the green lightsaber and why I like this one. The, the color green <laughs> means that. No. <laughs> Joe, what are you, Joe, what are your socials? Oh, oh here I'm gonna be here, man. I'm gonna go to drink. Hold well, on, I'll be the back. best way to get a hold of me is my OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> it's, it's on sale for the rest of the month. Uh, Star Wars. Is it free ninety nine? Just like, no, to. I just need people. Yeah. You nah. just had to go there, dude. <laughs> um, now you can uh, mostly active on uh, uh, Instagram, a little bit on Twitter, mostly Instagram. Uh, you can message me there. Uh, I am on Facebook, but I'm not really on there that much. What's your handle? Oh, on yeah. Instagram? It's a, I'm like, uh, it's a J Pitty, P A T T Y, two, three. And that's that's both Twitter and Instagram. I do play around once in a while when I'm bored on TikTok, but nothing like twerking or anything oh, like that. Oh, bored? Why? Because it, it's a, there's a fun app called CapCut. And you. It. Are you are you better than some than most of the people? Because I I don't have TikTok. Oh. <laughs> I never will TikTok. I think TikTok is the bane of society. But hey, like so <laughs> so there's this CapCut app. Okay, and, and it's a. Uh, you ever see that movie with Nicolas Cage and uh, Pedro Pascal? Okay. Oh, no, no, I, I haven't. I, have. I want to see that. I haven't seen so that. I tried really hard to just derail this conversation right now. <laughs> Chad, what are your socials? <laughs> Chad's like, uh... Chad's like, I don't do socials. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram as this guy with seven eyes and don't ask me why. Why, okay. Chad? Because the first six were taken. 
Um, but yeah, it's probably be easier to reach me at the Mando show, uh, handles. And then, uh, if you follow along with our post, I'll, I'll throw some comments on there and then you mm-hmm. can find me. Cause it's this guy with seven eyes, not six, not five, not four, not three, not two, not one, seven. Lucky number seven. And, uh, Joey, what are the, the show's, uh, handles here? So the, the main one's obviously Instagram and that's the Mando show podcast on Instagram. And then we're also on Twitter. I mostly just like retweet, you know, Carl Withers tweets, Katie Zakoffs, any mm-hmm. Mando news, and that's Mando Show Pod on Twitter. Cool. All right. Uh, anything other socials that we need to bring up? Nope. Okay. No. Cool. Good. Awesome. All right. Well, um, I know we had stuff May the 4th. Uh, things but that's a ways away now we still have uh, the tail end of Bad Batch Mm -hmm. they actually did finish strong Um, I don't know if you guys watch it or not but you should because I do want to talk about it Okay. okay I know, probably. <laughs> he's looking at he's, me because I'm the one shaking my head. He's like, I don't know if you've seen it. I'm like, no, I haven't. He's shaking his head. I'm not sure how the you he's other guys are feeling about I like it. you. Someone needs to watch it because I want to. Okay, but no, I watched it. it. It was, they finished strong. They did finish strong. Yep. We yep. should talk about it. it. It's pertinent. Okay. Um, also, Star Wars Visions mm-hmm. season two. That'll be fun. So have good. some really good things in it. So bad, and some things that some of us <laughs> didn't care about. So that's something we're gonna we're gonna for sure cover. I wish I could tell you how soon we're gonna get to those. We all have very different oh, oh, work schedules yeah, because our lives are so different. We obviously this is not our main uh, thing that we do in life. We do this because. It's our passion project. Mm. Yeah. I hate yeah. that phrase. I hate it so with, much. I hate it with a passion. So yeah, much. Yeah. We love talking about Star Wars, so that's why we're here. One thing that's uh, really cool that I've noticed, uh, I always celebrate Star Wars month in May, because mm-hmm. everybody's like, hey, May the 4th, and Revenge of the 5th, or Revenge of the 6th, whatever your thing is. But this year, uh, a new phrase has been coined, and I like it. It's, this is the May. Oh, I like that. Not yeah. bad. So, Mando, Mando related. I kind of mm-hmm. dig it. So, yeah, pretty cool. I like that one. It's all right. That's uh, yeah. I think that's gonna grow on me. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I hadn't heard that. So, remind cool. me about it next May because I'm gonna forget. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know I will. <laughs> I know. Right. I know. Okay. So anyway, so we do have more things that we're going to cover. Um, I don't think we're going to talk about the kids Jedi show because that's no. very deep in the kid zone. I've watched it with my son and um, I don't think there's anything on there that's going to be canon-ish to talk about. Uh, it's it's very much a kid show. Kids love it. I know that much. I have, I have a couple of friends. Their kids love the show. They're super into it. Um, and why wouldn't they be? You know, they're kids about the same age and is portrayed in the show and it's it's fun for them <laughs> I, I hear adults complaining about it because they're like they're using yoda too much man yoda should be special it's like it's a kid show yeah, let them enjoy yoda <laughs> yeah. and i really think yoda enjoyed being with the younglings like it when you when 
how many times do you have Yoda pop up with the younglings? Like when you think about, about a lot. prequel. Mm-hmm. A lot. When he's like, hey, let's help Master Kenobi find his missing. Like, come on, man. Like, I haven't even watched it, but I would be, I'm saying with you, like, dude, it's Yoda. He's badass. Like, let him like Yoda. Mr. Yeah. Let him like Yoda because he's cool. Yeah. I, I feel I feel like Yoda was definitely the, enjoyed teaching younglings mm-hmm. above mm-hmm. all else. So He's a master Jedi. It, it he makes taught sense people. To me. Yeah, yeah, yep. totally. It makes totally. sense to me that he's in yeah. it. But yeah, for sure, kid show, 100%. There's no, it's not like first season of Rebels, you just got to kind of get through it because they were kind of trying to make it a kid show and then went full real stories. Um, it's not like that at all. It is 100% kid show. Uh, so that we won't be talking about. But anyway, other than that, I think that's it. Wow, you guys really just turned on your phones and just started looking no. at your phones. No. What are you doing? I had a message. I was checking it. Sorry. <laughs> I was Jesus. seeing what was coming out. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. We have Ahsoka coming out August? Yes. Yep. And oh. other than that, there's no other Star Wars things coming, right? Skeleton Crew. Oh, wait, oh, that's later. No. Later. After. Skeleton Crew's coming out when? Uh, about November, December. Have you have so we probably heard, December. Have we heard of the date for uh, what's the one I don't care about? Oh, the Acolyte. Uh, probably next spring. Okay. And people that didn't really care about it are really hoping that they release a trailer that they showed at Celebration because everybody that saw it said that was the best trailer that they saw at Celebration. Mm. We'll see. It'll get there. They'll put it out eventually. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Before we sign off, we have a little bit of breaking news today. Galactic Star Cruiser is taking its final flight. What? Being shut down permanently. Yep. Last voyage is September 28th through the 30th. I thought it, I thought it was Galactic. Mate. What's Galactic? Oh, Their September. immersive hotel two-day experience. That's $5,000 for two people or 6400 for four people. At Disney in, World? In Disney World. Why would they charge that much? That's why it's closing, because yep. nobody went. So should maybe not close and just lower the price? You'd think they'd do that, but instead they are permanently closing Well, it. you would think that they would actually put in... OT and then probably save it, but hey, yeah, what do it, I know? It's all like first order resistance stuff. Kylo Ren, and blah, blah, blah. yeah, it was really the price that drove people away, and instead yep. of lowering the yeah. price, they're just closing it. Yep. So. Wow. Okay. Yep. Well, it's a, it, it could be a whole long topic, but yeah. Well, you, you want yeah. that whole long talk topic, then you could go over to Udi's. Uh, yeah, other, come on over to Leaving Today Podcast. And, you know, you know when we do that, I will bring you. on. Let us know. Yeah. We'll go on there. We'll. I'll, I'll be. That happy would to talk actually about it. be a fun episode. We all sit around yeah. and talk Star Wars, and then I would have Jess ripping her hair out in the corner. But that would be worth it. That I'm would down. be totally worth I'm it. There. Yeah. Tell Mark. The pe- people okay. are going thinking they're going to be at a hotel, but they're like, oh, no, you're scheduled to do this right now. They're like, I just want to chill. And, no, no, you can't chill in your room. Yeah, you no, do this. We, we could go on and on. It's so much. Yeah. Wow. I had no idea about this. Oh, yeah, dude. It, we can talk about it off my. I, we'll, we'll go in. If you okay. want, we can go further off. Well, off I don't know. Man, if it's that big of a deal, maybe we should talk about it here. Eh, mm, I don't maybe. know if we can make a full episode no. out of it. I don't know how much. Let me make it real how, short. Let me make how it real about, concise. Let's, let's do this. Yeah. If anybody who listens to us wants to know about that, yeah. let us know. And we'll talk about and it. And then we'll talk about it. Other yeah. than that, if you don't, we'll go, we'll talk about it on uh, Leaving Today. Podcast, yeah. Podcast. Which will be, will be hidden. I will be on my news next episode coming out. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. Okay. 
Uh, well, guys, happy 100th episode. Congratulations, everybody. Yeah. I can't believe we've been talking about this that long. Crazy. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah. Thanks for and, being uh, Yeah. We appreciate everybody who's listened to us and given us uh, the, their time. Cause we and know critiques. We've gotten every, a few and we appreciate mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Except the one guy. Well, I still remember him. <laughs> oh, the one that thought we hated. Well, I, I got to tell you about a, a, a really bad review I got for Leave. No, you did. Oh, did I tell me. you about yeah. that? It was I, funny. I was it was pretty funny. Right. I found it funny. But anyway, um, oh, yeah, that's yeah no. Yeah. Except for that one guy who who said we lost a listener because <laughs> he thought we hated Boba Fett. Oh my god, that guy. Yeah, really. Right. He called the Mando show. He's still, he's still gone. That's fine. <laughs> one, yep. one more big shout out to Chad for letting our boy Alex, uh, the brewery he works at, working on Star Wars beers for may the 4th that we had tonight uh chad lent his uh, kylo ren lightsaber and blaster for the photo shoot really which, which came out pretty awesome yeah did you not i did not pictures? know that no yeah, i the, didn't know it was <laughs> yeah, yeah there was his. delicious delicious beverages by the yeah way. we drank them today yeah. they're very good very good yes yep. they're very good but i had no idea that's what had happened yeah mm-hmm. you guys don't tell me anything uh, i thought we did but read the thread yeah. bro it was in the thread. I did, uh, mm. <laughs> Go back now and look at He's like, oh, there are the pictures. Oh, I know. You know what? When you guys start talking on the thread, though, it's really in the middle of my work day, and I don't have time to stop and like, what are these fools talking about right now? Because I'm trying to lay down some ink. Okay? But, but people here love their Star Wars beers because all those uh, packs sold out. They're pretty, pretty good. No, they're, they're pretty good. good. Yeah, good, good for them. Congrats on that, because that's a it's a big deal to you know when you sell out a full batch. That's good. Yeah. Good for them. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's cool. I didn't know you guys were involved with that part of it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. happy to help. Very cool. And like I said, you got some beers waiting for you. I got to get it from Alex. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. Yep. You, you should be. be. <laughs> okay. <sighs> All right. Well, we will get back to recording soon. Like I was saying earlier, I'm not entirely sure how that's going to be. Our schedules are all very different, but uh, we've been managing for 100 episodes so far. We're going to manage on through past this. We even hit Marvel episodes. Yeah, (laughs) we did. You think about that. We did. We did some of that too. So uh, there's, yeah, still plenty to talk about. So we will be back. Uh, The legendary... Mando show will be back. We'll return. <laughs> <laughs> we will be back. You said, you said, yeah, you said, uh, you said Marvel, and I just went down that path. <laughs> the legendary Mando show will return. Yep. Go see Guards of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oh, it's awesome. It's a great wrap up. Tomorrow. All right. And speaking All right. of wrapping up, <laughs> we're going to wrap this up now. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, like I said, rate and review us. Share us with your friends and uh, reach out. Talk to us. We actually are pretty friendly, regardless of what we look like. And with that, from this covert of four, I want to remind every one of you, this is the way. This, this is, is the, the way. way. For the Mandy's. The Mandy's. The Man, D's. Yes. Who cares? 100 episodes. <laughs> yes. 